0: So this couple pays off $123,000 in debt and here's apparently how you can too while saving for the holidays. Welcome to 40 and where we help people get out of debt. So a couple who paid down $123,000 in student loan debt is telling others how they can do the same. When Angie, oh, Angie and RJ Muhammad decided to get married in 2017, they knew it was time to assess their finances. We had a large chunk of debt, Angie Muhammad told, good morning America. Once we got married, we were like, how do we tackle this, right? We do not want to start out our life as a married couple buried in six-figure student loan debt. And so we got on the same page about money very early on. So Angie Muhammad said she had about forty thousand dollars in student loan debt, while RJ had eighty to ninety thousand dollars that he needed to pay off. And in total, the couple had hundred and twenty-three thousand dollars in debt. But instead of panicking about their situation, they said they decided to get to work. And in fact, the couple said conversations about money took place early on in their relationship when they started dating back in 2011. Which is pretty amazing because what well, they got like married in twenty seventeen, I believe, right? So basically, they've been talking about finances for like six years. That's cool. So it was important to have those conversations, R. J. Muhammad said. So us reading books together, listening to podcasts, it allows us as individuals before we got married to do the work to improve our credit, reduce debt. The couple said they decided to individually pay off their own car loans and credit card debt and then collectively pay off the six-figure student loan debt together. Now, here's the thing, right? The way that I would suggest someone to do this if I were living in this situation, right, would be like it really depends on when you start working on this and when you end up actually getting married. They got married, you know, in 2017, right, So if they were like basically working on paying off their debt before getting married, then yeah, I would agree this is kind of like the right way to go about doing it. Because probably they were paying off their debt, their like individual loans and several of their student loans, like their car loans, other kind of like loans, all the way up till they got married and then started paying off their student loans together as a married couple. That makes the most sense to me. Because you don't want to be paying someone else's debt that you are not married to. And a lot of people are like, oh, no, you should totally just pay off your boyfriend or girlfriend's debt. No, you should not. Okay? There ain't no guarantee that your partner is going to be your partner a year from now, a day from now, a week from now, an hour from now. Right? They have no obligation to stay with you. Like There is nothing technically tying them to you. And regardless of how much you love someone or they love you, anything can happen. Anything, okay? So just keep that in mind. Only pay off someone else's debt, either because you just want to provide that generosity to someone and you can financially take on that, or if they're married to you. Were they your spouse? So after assessing their spending, they said they took steps to cut expenses and whittle down the mountain of debt, which included budgeting, negotiating their cell phone bill on rent, canceling unnecessary subscriptions, and cutting back on going out. We were able to kind of refocus and reprioritize our spending. Angie Muhammad said from there we would meet weekly talking about money, talking about our budget and our goals, and it was just huge for us. We put things in the refrigerator like we had our full debt amount on our refrigerator and we would just slowly just review how we are going to pay it down. The couple said they also increased their income by doing side hustles and within a year, they were able to knock out their entire debt. That is amazing. That is amazing that within a single year, they were actually able to take out their debt. Like that's crazy. So the power of reducing your expenses but in turn also increasing your income is a powerful strategy when paying down debt, especially when you have a six-figure debt like we did, Angie Muhammad said. We made it a point to increase our income and we asked for more when we were negotiating for promotions or if we weren't able to get a promotion at our current employer, we looked elsewhere. We looked outside the organization and we were able to increase our income significantly. It was all about being intentional, R.J. Mohammed said. We got intentional with our income. We got intentional with our expenses. Now the couple is helping others tackle debt through their brand. Rich by intention, where's mission is to empower couples to manage their money and everyday life with intention by eliminating debt, saving money, and investing in their future. Awesome. So Angie and RJ Muhammad have also been able to apply their tactics to remain debt-free even around the holidays. So some of the recommendations include saving small amounts of money throughout the year, allocating a specific amount per person, shop sales, and make homemade gifts all perfectly fine so you don't always have to buy anything right if you're in debt like we were we didn't really buy anything around the holidays but made it a point to be with our family and I think that's what the holidays are about Angie Muhammad said I would have to agree and the thing is you can always just like personally make something like with your own hands and give it as like a gift and people are going to appreciate it now you might have the one person be like hey man like what is this Right. Like this is like a crappy gift. Right. But either way, you know, for the most for most situations and for most people, a lot of people just don't really actually care about the gifts. So with more tips on paying down debt and saving at the same time, Lynn Richardson, Lynn Richardson, a financial expert and author of Get Your Money Back, tax deductions you never knew about, shared some of her advice with GMA Blah, 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 blah. Okay, so the 10, 10, 30, 50 rule. So Richardson said that in order to pay down debt, we must first learn the rules of the game, and the first rule is to spend less money, obviously. So take this for example. If you receive $1,000, Richardson said you should live by the 10, 10, 30, 50 rule, which is when you tithe the first 10% of that amount, save the next 10%, Put 30% as cash in your pocket for incidentals, food, groceries, hair, etc. And put the remaining 50% in your savings account. Okay, this isn't that bad of an idea, right? Now, a lot of people have uh, different views on tithing. And if you don't know, that's basically kind of like giving like 10% of your yearly revenue, yearly income to the church. And again, that varies a lot. On like personal preference and all that kind of stuff, right? And the way that I view it, right? When it comes down to tithing or like just giving 10% to something. I personally don't like the idea of giving 10% of anything to anyone. Because you got to think about like, okay. How are they going to manage that money, right? If you were to give them 10% of your income like are you gonna be better at managing your money for generosity than the churches if that is something that you believe in again that's more of like a personal preference depending on your religion as well and all that kind of stuff but just keep that in mind like churches aren't perfect obviously so you really gotta like make certain like rational choices in terms of that like again The great thing about personal finance is that it's personal, right? If you don't believe in religion, guess what? You don't got to tithe, right? And even if you do believe in religion, you might not even believe in tithing, right? But I do kind of like to save the next 10% and put 30% as cash in your pocket for incidentals, food, groceries, hair, etc. And then put the remaining 50% in your savings account, right? So basically... The way that person is basically kind of like wording it in a way is like that second 10%, that like initial savings that you're going to do is pretty much more like an emergency fund and like, well, like, like a, a semi, like tiny emergency fund. And that next savings amount of the 50% one is more like a true emergency fund, you know, three to six months or more and also probably investing as well. That's what I'm probably getting out of that. So, okay. So, if you still don't have enough money for bills, Richardson said to eliminate something, research COVID-19 relief options, or communicate with your creditors. And Richardson said that you should never be in a position where you owe so much in bills that you have nothing in your savings. I 100% agree. So, run your home like a business. Just as Angie and RJ Muhammad budgeted their expenses while they paid down their student loan debt, Richardson said people trying to save should run their home like a business By keeping track of every penny they have so they can see where their money is going. And so apparently they did a Santa side hustle. Santa side hustle. So with the holidays coming up, money can be tight for many people. So Richardson suggests a Santa side hustle. Richardson suggests taking a look at your talents or what you do and see how you can use them to earn more money in these months before the holidays. And some side hustles can be Uber, homeschool tutoring, virtual assisting, holiday cooking, and more and then also, Richardson suggests that people pick up extra shifts if you're a teacher, see if you can tutor, or if you're an attorney, see if you can consult. Yeah, like here's the thing like, I completely agree with this article, they didn't really do anything wrong. I pretty much agree with the uh, that financial advisor as well, financial expert, right? Because the main thing that a lot of people have is an issue with. Spending more than they make. And when you get into that simple concept of just living below your means, it opens up so many opportunities for you in terms of your life and lifestyle that like it could literally just change the trajectory of your life. So if you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40inbox.com. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by